Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Welcome back to another segment here on GEMS Podcast. For those of you that are new to the community, thank you so much for checking us out. For those seasoned listeners, welcome back. Today with me is a very special guest by the name of Amy Cano, and I'm going to tell you a little bit more about who Amy is, and we're going to dive into some amazing things that she's working on on her end. Amy Cano, I hope I didn't butcher it, is a certified personal trainer who wants you to take a rest day and nutrition coach who wants you to enjoy dessert. So she founded Grace Health in 2016 to equip women with simple and grace-filled ways to take care of and appreciate their God-created body and enjoy a little chocolate in the process. Amy is the host of the Grace Health podcast and author of Your Worthy Body. Find freedom and health by breaking all the rules. She lives in Houston, Texas area with her husband, their two always hungry teen boys, and her stray turned princess pit bull named Grace. So this is incredible. And today, Amy and I are going to really dive into how she helps equip women with simple and graceful ways to take care of themselves because we had a bit of a chat and I think we're all guilty of this no matter if you're a woman or a man sometimes we think we're the energizer bunny and we try to do it all and then we hit that period of burnt out and we're not giving ourselves as much grace as we're extending into somebody else and you'll find out why I led with that soon so without further ado let's bring on the guest of the guest of the hour in a 30-minute segment, Amy Connell. <laughs> Thank you, Genesis. It's an honor to be here. My pleasure, Amy. And thank you for just coming in to just share and hold space with me today. So I'm going to jump right into the connection part of the segment, which is the fun part of the segment that allows the audience to be able to connect with you in a fun and personal way. There are two options. We could either do an icebreaker or a rapid fire 10 question game emphasis on rapid. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I am normally not short on words, but I will try very hard today and I'll do the rapid fire. Okie dokie. Here we go. Y'all, you know, I jingle this part. We're playing rapid fire with Amy and Genesis. Do, 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 do. Question number one, Amy, we're in the same city. What is your favorite Houston restaurant? I did not know you were in Houston. That's awesome. Um, you are, let's see, it's a sushi. I'm sorry. You just took me off and my mind was not ready for this question. It's a sushi restaurant. Um, just North of 59. Um, I'm going to have to come back to it. Okay. Well, I love it. it. (laughs) I know. I just can't, my mind won't go there real quick. Is it? Well, let me just ask a follow-up question that may drive your mind to come back whenever we cycle back. Is it a chain or is it one? No, No, it's a one-off and like their fish is less than 20 hours from being in the Pacific ocean. Oh, yes. Kata Rabata. Kata Rabata. That's what it is. I knew it would come to me. 
Okay, awesome. I haven't been there yet, but I'll have to check that out once the baby has downloaded. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Question two, what is your favorite candy? Ooh, favorite candy. I would probably have to go with Snickers. Yay, okay. Question three, what's, what's one word that describe you? Positive. Question four, if you could recreate or relive any significant moment in your life, what would it be and why? Recreate or relive any significant moment. You know, in the, in the spirit of you getting ready to have a baby, I think I would love to go back and experience having a baby again and let be less uptight about it and just enjoy and cherish that. Love it. Question five. With you being a podcast host yourself, is there any person you would love to sit down and interview on your show? I, that's a great question. Probably Kathy Smith is very intriguing to me. She is a longtime fitness guru and uh, is almost 70 years old and still going strong. Woo! You just unlocked a challenge. Ding, 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 ding. Since you want to interview Kathy White, my challenge for you is to pitch Kathy White, whether you're sliding in her DMs or contacting her PR and sharing how she can add value to your show, obviously, and how you can add value to her to really showcase those synergies. Because at this point, all you're doing is shooting your shot. What do you have to lose? Do you accept the challenge? I will accept it for her to come on my show. Her show is a rung above mine. So I don't think that I'm qualified to come on because she gets really science and uh, highly technical people on hers, but I will, I accept the challenge. I will reach out to her and invite her on. Okay. Now here's the part to make the challenge worthwhile. Since you are accepting the challenge, we need to put a date on it. So I want to give you two weeks to have this challenge completed and in order for me to know you really accepted the challenge, you need to screenshot me to let me know. I reached out to Kathy White. I shot my shot and I'll let you know if she says yay or nay, but Hey, I put it out in the universe. (laughs) I love this coaching aspect that you have Genesis. I will do so just to clarify, it is Kathy Smith, but yes, but yes, I will. I will, I will reach out to her. (laughs) Thank you for the gentle nudge. My pleasure. So for all you Kathy Whites out there, you know, you may, you may come up and come up later on, but this one's for Kathy Smith. But until then, feel free to reach out to Amy or I, if you want to collaborate, because there may be a reason why I said white over Smith. (laughs) (laughs) Question six, would you rather a dream car, dream home, or heck, We are here to live an abundant life. Let's go big and have both. (laughs) Um, You know, I think if I had to choose between the two, I would have a home simply because of the investment value goes up with a home rather than a car, which goes down. Oh, smart. Question seven. If you could go anywhere in the world, Amy, and money was no option, where would you be headed? I'm interested in visiting Italy. I've never been to Europe. That's a place, but I've also haven't been to, um, like the Yellowstone area and Montana and Wyoming. And I just hear that there, we have a friend who 
RVs all across the nation. And she said, there are so many amazing things here in the States. I can't imagine traveling anywhere else. So one of those two places. Amazing. Question eight. Okay. Are you originally from Texas? No, I grew up in Oklahoma and moved here uh, 18 years ago. Oh, okay. This, I'm going to use this as a follow-up question. Question nine, what part of Oklahoma? I grew up in Edmond, which is a Northern suburb of Oklahoma city. And then I moved to Tulsa during high school. Are you from Tulsa? No, I have. Okay. So this has been a conversation. I've been trying to get to Tulsa because there's this church that I like in the Tulsa area that I want to go check it out in person to see if it's like really what it, what all the hype is about, but I made it as far as broken bow. Cause we went glamping in the cabins there. And so I was like, let's just keep going and get to Tulsa. And they're like, no, we got to get back to Houston. Cause we only had like a short amount of time there. Mm-hmm. So you're like within the, these past two weeks, the second person from Tulsa. So I was like, okay, okay, Jesus. It's an <laughs> inclination. <laughs> What church is it? Do you mind me asking? So I want to actually check out Transformation Church with Pastor Michael Todd and Natalie. And there was someone where I can't, of course, say who the person was, who was actually on his uh, ministerial staff that I had the pleasure of interviewing. And so whenever he kind of gave me like some behind the scenes, it just kind of made it a little bit worth more while. (laughs) Yes. I think I know exactly where that church was because it used to be a different one in that same location, if I remember correctly. Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. Question 10. This is a fun one, Amy. It is a pass or play question. So if you pass, our roles are reversed and you get to ask me a question. If you choose to play, I ask one last question to wrap up rapid fire. So do you want to pass or play? I will pass. Because as a fellow podcaster, this is something that has been ruminating in my head. And I am curious if you could offload one of the elements of putting together a podcast, because it is not just interviewing, as you know, there's a lot that goes into it. What would that one element be? Oh, definitely hands down marketing. I am not (laughs) a marketing guru. And I tell people my background is oil and gas. I spent 12 years in oil and gas. And I am a supply chain person by education. So if someone could offload the marketing, make it all pretty and pizzazz, go for it. (laughs) That's your zone of genius. Yes. Yes. I agree. (laughs) So thank you for playing rapid fire, Amy. And audience, I hope you learned a little bit more about Amy in a fun matter. So that concludes the connection part of the segment. Now we're going to jump into the main part of the segment, which is what she is doing to equip women around nutrition, having grace and et cetera. So Amy, what led you down the path you're on now? So give us a little bit of your back end story because it's the back end story that acted as a catalyst to catapult you to where you are now. Yes, absolutely. The back end story in a nutshell is I grew up um, pretty active. I did a lot of dancing. I did a lot of like the high school cheer and palm and all of that kind of stuff. And really just with every passing year, um, kind of developed a more of of an obsessive 
approach to fitness and it was always harder, faster, stronger. I, um, really struggled a lot with my body image issues and with every new fitness rule that came out, you know, that you would hear, I mean, I'm of the age that you would either like read it in the newspaper, like the actual thing that you would open up or watch on TV. (laughs) And I would hear this and I'd be like, this is it. This is it. This is what's going to you know, help me lose weight or they're going to get those extra five pounds off or something like that. And I really turned pretty obsessive about it. I ended up, uh, when I was pregnant with my first child being in a, a prenatal class, which turned into a mom and baby class after I had the baby. And that was a lifeline for me because all of a sudden I was around, I was taken from the corporate world. Cause I was in finance, believe it or not, that's my background. I was my husband and I decided for us to stay at home or for me to stay at home with our baby. And I was confused. I was frustrated. I was sleep deprived. I was nursing. And so that was hard, like all of the things. And it was such a lifeline to be around other women who were also sleep deprived. And I just loved it. It was, it was so important to me fast forward nine months. And we moved from Tulsa to a suburb in Houston, which has a lot of young families and you know, it was just prime for something like that. So that was kind of where I first got into, uh, leading fitness classes. Cause I went to them. I said, there's nothing like this and we need to have it. I started a mom and baby program here. It has, it evolved into more formal group fitness, um, and then personal training. And what I learned as I was going through that process was actually all the things that we're hearing in snippets and that we might now see on Instagram or TikTok or morning shows don't really share the whole story. And we really don't need to be as just super focused and obsessive and shaming ourselves when we don't abide by a certain plan or we miss a workout or, you know, heaven forbid, we don't do something that we think we need to. And so what this has really evolved in is me taking all of this education that I've had over the last 17 years of being a fitness professional and packaging it up so that it's very easily digestible. It's very grace-filled on my podcast. I say you're eating movement and body don't have to be perfect. You just need to be able to do what you're called to do. And it's taking a mindset shift from what do we look like to how can we use our body to serve others, to love others. And all of a sudden that really takes a lot of the emphasis off of the physical aspect So I don't know if that answers your question. I think I kind of went off on a rabbit trail there, but a lot of it is that the basic is pulling things out, making it simple, encouraging women to give themselves grace, no matter what it is. So that way we can continue taking steps forward instead of doing this all or nothing cycle. Yes. And no, you did not go down a rabbit hole. This is what I heard. And let me know if I missed something. It was whenever you made that transition from Tulsa to a suburb in the Houston area, and now you're expecting your child, you're a new mom, everything is different. It's a new season. It's a new chapter in your life. 
and you were sleep deprived, you were just going through the emotions. But then whenever you went to this prenatal class, that was an outlet for Amy, but that prenatal class turned into a baby and mom class. So you felt like you found your tribe and your rightful place. And then from there, that's probably when you had that aha moment or the light bulb moment where you began to dive more into the the area and you said, you know what, other moms can use something similar to this. So then I'm sure that's whenever the fitness, the fitness journey did jumpstart. And then you said, you know what, I need to find a simple way to give moms the support that they need, but also help them see that their body is amazing and have grace for their body. Because nowadays in today's current society, there's so much stuff out in the media where they're expecting women to behave and look a certain way. And sometimes women, we may struggle with our identity, we may struggle with body confidence, we may struggle with that transformation, and etc. And I think that that is what I heard. And one thing I heard from, you know, just being on the other end, getting ready to launch my motherhood journey, and being told that I couldn't do certain things that I was doing before I got pregnant. It was like, man, well, what am I going to do being pregnant? Because I was doing hit high intensity interval training, I was going Zumba, I was doing my bikes and I was doing like 10 miles like on the bike because I have this amazing beach cruiser. I call it my Cali bike because I was like, oh, I always wanted one of those bikes and I found one in Austin. (laughs) And so I bought one. And when I was told I couldn't do those things, I was like, those were my outlets that were stress relief. So then whenever that was taking away, then I started to really ramp up more with the podcasting stuff and doing more episodes today because this became my outlet, not just for, you know, mental point of of the view, because the whole reason why I started this show was after losing my father to medical negligence on November 25th, 2020. So he was the catalyst behind me starting this show. So I resonate where where you're coming from, because I feel like our body is our body and our body is our temple. We only have one. So we take care of everything else. We take care of our homes. We take care of our cars. Why don't we take time to like really uh, add the proper food, which is nutrition and fuel our body. And the fuel comes from mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And there's going to be times y'all where I'm guilty of this. Sometimes I think I'm just going, going, going like that energizer bunny. And there comes a time where I'll just crash out where I need to take a nap during the day for an hour and a half because I'm so worn out. So Amy, did I hear what you were putting down and and did I pick it up correctly? Yes, you did. Yes, you did. You are right on. (laughs) You may need to do the marketing for me. So Amy, another question I want to dive in, because I'm sure there's some women in the audience saying, Amy, Genesis, I hear what you're talking about, but how do I find time in my schedule to have that me time without feeling guilty for setting up time for myself? Because they're so busy juggling the many hats they wear, whether they're a wife, a mother, they work or et cetera. And they're like, if I add one more thing to my schedule, I'm going to be overloaded but the the goal here is to help them prioritize is what I what I what it sounds like you help women do to really have that grace yes I think that's a really common thing right like we I don't know that I've spoken with anyone 
and I've said, how are you? And they haven't said, oh, I'm so busy. I mean, we just, this is just what we do. And a lot of this is societal and we fill up our days. Absolutely. I think one of the things that I really encourage people to remember is number one, this whole concept that I have to work out an hour is not grounded in science. It's not anything that we have to do. Um, and that is something that I've hear a lot. Like, well, if I can't get in the gym for an hour, if I can't go for a bike ride or a run or whatever for an hour, I'm not going to do it. Uh, or how about let's look at the science where 11 minutes of a, of a hit workout is actually really beneficial. Now I will say, I, I recognize that you can get pretty sweaty, especially you and I living here in Houston <laughs> in 11 minutes, you can be really, really sweaty. So then you got to do the whole shower thing and all of that, but taking it into manageable bites where we can actually implement that. I think is really important. I think the other thing too, especially for women or men who have children, remember the secondary influence you're having. So your child will watch and observe what you do. And typically, I mean, I wish I could remember the research article, but I saw one time a a research article that said that children who grow up in homes where fitness is kind of what mom and dad do will that it's basically like a pack mentality and they will recognize that as something that, well, this is what this family does. And that will continue through their lifetime. So modeling healthy behavior without being too obsessive about it can be really helpful, not only to you, but also to your children. And I have yet to meet a mom who's like, well, I don't care if my kid's healthy or not. So that, I mean, that just doesn't happen. We all care. We want, you know, and we all have different abilities and resources to be able to put that into action, but making those small steps of putting on your shoes and going for a walk and, and saying, you know what, I just feel like my body needs to move right now, or I need some fresh air. I'm going to go around the block for 10 minutes. That's number one, good for your body. It's good for your mental health and it's good for your children to see as well. And then I always like to say, just get little quick things in, you know, if you're at your child's, uh, athletic practice, then instead of sitting on the sidelines, tell them, Hey, you know what? You're getting to move around. I want to go move too. And if it's a safe environment, go for a walk. I mean, do some little movement for yourself as well. I like the I like those tips, Amy. And one thing that I would share from the corporate side, since you and I both come from corporate background, is when I was in oil and gas working for this particular um, Fortune 500 company, I made it a point to utilize the different resources I had at work, like whether I was using my sit-stand desk, so I get a change in position, so I'm not sitting in the same position for very various reasons. So that helps with ergonomics. Another thing I would do instead of putting like coffee chats on my calendars, I would put ergonomic walks on my calendars where I began to walk around the campus, whether I was doing that for 30 minutes, because there's people that take their time to go to the gym that we had on site. So if I knew that I didn't want to go to the gym because I knew I'm going to have to shower afterwards and, you know, all the other stuff, why not just go for a quick ergo walk around the campus? And if you wanted to make sure that it was conducive for you as well, then you could also use that time to debrief with a colleague that may be in another department if y'all were working on a shared project. So not only is it an ergonomic walk, but it could be like an informal meeting where you're walking together and exchanging ideas. And I thought that was helpful, especially for those who may still be in that nine to five space and you may not necessarily have transitioned to working remotely. 
or um, carving things out on my calendar. I put everything on my calendar. Sometimes, um, you know, I'm a little late, but I do have to give myself grace and mercy for the new norm. But if you do set up those boundaries, then it's also another way where your calendar can hold you accountable. Those are great ideas. Yeah, actually, I have not heard the term ergonomic walk. And I, may I borrow that from you? Because I think that that's brilliant. Yes. (laughs) So I wanted to pitch that. And I like what you said about um, moms who are engaged with their kids at activities. They could get up and move. And another way, like some moms, like just from the outside looking in, can move if they're engaged in their children's activity is ask like the coaches if there's anything that they could do. Can they pass out waters and drinks to the kids? So then they're no longer sitting, but they're actually getting up. And then you're getting to meet like your kids, other team members and and et cetera. And then that over time could build a relationship with the other kids' parents because they see you being involved. So they may want to get involved. So then maybe you start a movement there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was the water girl for my son's peewee football game one time. And that was no joke. <laughs> yeah. So that is a really, that's another really great point for sure. And then, so now another question I have, Amy, so with, with women and nutrition, let's spend a little time here on nutrition because I feel like, yes, eating food is great, but like, how is the food fueling your body? Cause you know, if you put junk in, you're going to get junk out, but if you're really intentional on what you put in your body, what does that look like? And how can we as women do a better job where we're not just hitting up that fast food all the time, but maybe we take time to meal prep on Saturday and Sunday when our days aren't as busy. So we could really be intentional on the food that we're intaking, but the food that we're also giving our children. Any thoughts around that or any other nutritional tips? Yes. Well, I think you've pulled out two really good ones, which is meal plan and meal prep as much as possible. I have a saying that I did not coin. This is from a mentor of mine, but it's uh, be kind to your future self. So if you can do things now that your future self will appreciate that it makes it easier for her, then absolutely do that. I mean, there's all kinds of people out there who are like, they have, they have these gorgeous Instagram feeds and all of that of, you know, the meal prepping, uh, but something like that is a really great idea. I think the other thing too, that we have to keep in mind is what is realistic for us, because you can see a lot of really great plans or meal prep or planning or whatever on Pinterest or Instagram or TikTok. But if that's not something that you will realistically do, then you're just setting yourself up to be disappointed in yourself. So I think you need to have an honest conversation about what, what can you do? I'm in general, a proponent of eating foods and I call them foods in their God-given state. So if I can hold it and know where it came from, like, Oh, a carrot came from the ground almonds came from trees. You know, if you eat meat, well, okay. It's clearly from that animal. And so uh, being able to identify where your foods come from, uh, has better nutrient absorption. There's just there, the way that these foods were designed is they, they work together so much. And so they will give you those micronutrients, the potassium, the magnesium, the calcium, and they work together to fuel your body really well and fuel your brain. We are finally becoming so aware of the need to take care of our mental health and uh, study after study shows that if you will eat food in there, it's basically original state. Some people call it whole food eating or, um, 
real food or what's another whole food nutrition. But if you'll eat that rather than a lot of processed stuff, you know, really limit those foods that come through the, the window of your car, which I do too. Okay. So, <laughs> but limiting that and really focusing on real food and, and God-given foods that will help our mental health as well. And your sleep, which will help continue the positive snowball effect, because if you don't have enough sleep, and that's something that we could spend a, probably a whole episode on. If you don't have enough sleep, then the first, let's guess, let's be honest. What's the first thing you're reaching for? Like super carbolicious snacks yes. or super, super sugary snacks or something like that. So making sure that you're setting yourself up again for your, uh, for success, for your future self, uh, is, is really important as well. Amazing. And thank you for sharing that, Amy. And now I'm going to throw you an audible to see if you have anything else you want to add to the conversation. If not, we'll jump into the call to action that you have for the audience today. I think the main thing that I would love for people to do, which I love that you asked this question because I have, what's the one simple thing I want my guests, you know, what my guests to have people remember it, it doesn't have to be perfect. You don't have to follow a certain plan. You need to be able to listen to your body, respond to your body and move in a way that brings you joy and eat in a way that makes you feel good. That's going to be different for everyone. And you might have to do a little science experiment on yourself, but if you can figure that out, then everything else will fall into place. Amazing. So Amy, how can our audience connect with you via your website and what social media platforms do you primarily hang out on, if any? Yes. Well, my website is graced, G-R-A-C-E-D, health.com. I am, um, so I guess I would offer a couple different ways for people to connect with me. If they just kind of want to get to know me a little bit better, um, Instagram, I'm kind of hit or miss right now. Right now I'm more missing because I'm, I'm just burnt out on creating content for Instagram. Uh, you can also go to my own podcast, graced health podcast, and where we have grace filled conversations about physical, mental, and spiritual health. If they want a little bit more, they can buy my book called your worthy body, find freedom and health by breaking all the rules. And so this book takes 22 health rules and breaks them using exercise science and nutrition science. And then I have a brand new program called be complete. It's uh, available July 26, which it is all of the other little things that we keep hearing that we need to be doing and don't want to take the time to do. So it's an acronym for balance core, mini muscles, lengthening, I'm sorry, pause lengthening and transverse exercises. And if you're like, if you're listening to that going, I don't know what that is. Then right now season 13 or 14, I'm sorry. I can't remember off the top of my head. I go through each one of those individually. So if you want to just kind of listen in and be like, I don't know, maybe, and then uh, there's an opportunity to purchase that there. Amazing. And thank you so much for sharing that, Amy. For those of you watching the video component, you'll also notice if you pay attention to Amy's background, her book is actually on her bookshelf. So you know that you're buying the right one. So I just wanted to plug that for Amy. Um, your, your contact information will definitely be in the show notes, Amy. So audience, all that means is all you have to do is read, scroll on down and tap in with Amy. And don't forget to like, comment, follow, and subscribe. We're on 40 plus audio platforms. You could also see this video recording on our YouTube channel by going to GEMS, G-E-M-S with Genesis 
Amaris Kemp. And last but not least, where would I be without my supporters? You know I only think about you. I want to thank each one of you for supporting the guests that come into the community, as well as the mission and movement behind the show to bring content that is educational, inspirational, and motivational, while we also factor in diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging, because it does take all of us coming together to really make an imprint, to drive an impact, because we are all world changers in our own lane. And my big ask, ASK, is for brand sponsors. If you want to link arms arms with me and have your products and services heard right here, where this podcast is currently ranked in the top 2% globally out of 2.8 million podcasts per the KPIs, which are metrics, on www listennotes.com. Head on over to my website, genesisamariskemp.net to learn more or send me a personalized email to genesisamariskemp at gmail.com to find out more info. Until next time, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Signing out, Miss Genesis Amaris Kemp and Amy Tano. <laughs> there we go. So good. Thank you so much, Genesis. This was fun. My pleasure. Bye y'all. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS podcast on your audio platform, as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Amaris Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor. So please reach out via email at GEMS G-E-M-S with W-I-T-H Genesis G-E-N-E-S-I-S Amaris A-M-A-R-I-S Kemp K-E-M-P at gmail.com where your brand, your swag, your services can be here on GEMS Podcast.